Time for the sift spoil for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Bzz. They all die <laughs> in a helicopter. Via seagull. That's almost not wrong. Um, yeah, we're going to talk spoilers uh, about the movie. Oh, so yeah. if you haven't seen it, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, uh, go far, far away from here. Uh, come back when you have because we don't want to confuse you or spoil the movie for you. We're going to jump around about stuff and just kind of talk about what we think is fun to talk about in the movie, uh, which apparently for this one is uh, has a lot to do with the plot and kind of how that proceeded. We kind of had different views on that. Um, so where do you guys want to start? I guess we could start there. So this is what I was saying. I think if they just said to Ghost, hey, we can save you and my mom at the same time, because that was never an issue. It was like Ghost was just being impatient. It's like, nope. I want to be saved first. So if they no, it was more than that. Ghost had a limit. Like Ghost was gonna die. I know that Ghost was gonna die, but still, she had like a week. They said, like, if you just stop trying to steal our stuff, we can get the mom. We can get Michelle Pfeiffer out, and then we can save you. Yeah, but they didn't know that. They just thought that. Here's the holes that I had. One. They just happened to find the mom, and they only had a two-hour window because it would be a century before it would line up again. Right. Oh, how convenient was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the other thing that really bothered me is that Ghost's entire story was that she wanted, she agreed to work for the government and kill people if they would kill her so she wouldn't be in pain anymore, but now she wants to kill people so she could stay alive. No, I think that they said they were going to save her. No, yeah. she said kill her. No. No, no, no. She was so. a killer, not kill her. I thought she said on screen that they agreed that they were going to kill her, like that they were going to take her out so she wouldn't have to be alive anymore. I thought she was I heard so that suffering. they said they were going to save her, but then mm, they never I don't did. Remember. And then his her thing with him was that he, he this so then the new guy the the Lawrence Fishburne yeah Lawrence Fishburne's character he's Morpheus. like <laughs> yes thank you so Morpheus is like um he's like he's like I'll save you by basically putting you back together. So then she's like, okay, like in, I'm going to go with your thing on your timeline, but he's like, you only have a couple weeks to live because you're splitting up so much. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, you know, this whole. So that's like that's what bothered me about the whole thing is that like I literally am watching her going, I didn't want to be alive anymore, but now I'm fighting to be alive. And I wrote, I mean, I wrote it down. So I either heard it wrong or mm. something. I don't know. Yeah. But that really, really bugged me. That her uh, entire story was kind of built along that she wanted to die, but now she wants to live. And then also the whole conven- the convenience factor of we have to get my mom now. And I understand that they have to move that urgency in the plot. Otherwise, why does any of this matter? You know, mm-hmm. um, so I get that. But they said something. The probability will be closing. It'll be centuries before they could get yeah. the mom out of the quantum, fe- whatever. Yeah. The quantum inside. Quantum realm. The quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and of course they don't know when Ghost would have been pleading her case and they would all have to sit down, Andrew, that um, Michelle Pfeiffer, the mom character, when she comes out of the quantum realm, has absorbed a healing energy from that deep, 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 deep quantum realm space, the specific place where she was, that was able to then be used to heal Ghost and bring her into one person. But then the question is, if you stay towards the end and you see the additional credit scenes, 
that Ant-Man has to go back into that very specific place to absorb more healing elements for Ghost. So apparently yeah, no, it's something that needs no, to be done said. multiple. Not go not for No, I thought it was for for more than Ghost. Yeah, I say, thought it was they, for they healing. Said they said for, for her. Ghost. They I think they said it was for her. Well, they, yeah. they said her. They referenced a person. Oh, that's they, interesting. They I, you're ghost. probably you're probably right since both of you agree on this. Well, I just saw I, it last night. <clears throat> But I, so uh, I'm more fresh on it, maybe. And that's true. So I, I trust what you're saying. But I will tell you, my interpretation was that they were going to get this healing energy because it could be used for so many things. Like I'm my sure it probably could. My understanding was like, here we have this thing that we can now use in our technology, kind of like vibranium, right? right? So once you know vibranium exists, you try to use it to do this different cool stuff. That's the impression that I got. I didn't realize that they were trying to, to keep her alive. Yeah, whatever I heard in that moment. I, it made me think, and it could mm. be that they're just sending us into like you know like uh, red herrings or whatever, where there's something else entirely, and they'll reveal that later. But Bef- before we go into the other reveal that happened in the uh, the post credit scene, um, I do want to kind of address what both of you are saying. I think it's interesting that we kind of had different interpretations on uh, you know a lot of what was going on. Like I I completely disagree, Andrew, with kind of how y- you think that meeting would have gone because I really do feel like. She felt like she, her end was coming. She couldn't wait for them to go get the mom because that was kind of a crapshoot. Like, they but didn't even know if they would. <laughs> well, we know that because we know the end of the movie, but like, she didn't know that. And I well, don't even think, well, it I was don't working. think they knew that, it's, you know? But her, the plan that her and Morpheus had to use, and I didn't understand this part because of all the quantum, quantum talk, but like, that. As they extracted the mother from the quantum realm, that they could use her to stabilize Ghost. Yeah. So they would kill the mother while stabilizing Ghost. Right. When they started that process at one point without in the movie, extracting her, that was working. No, it was while she was being extracted. Like her husband is extracting her. They're on their way out of the quantum right. realm. Ghost plugs in the machine, hops into her little doohickey, and starts to become one person. But while the mother was being torn apart, so. Her that plan would have probably worked too for Ghost. It would have worked, but it would have killed. But it would have killed Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. and it had nothing to do with them extracting her. It would have killed her whether they were extracting her or not. But they wouldn't have been able to find her. Yes, in the they would. Realm. That was the whole thing. Was they could have pulled that energy out, but it would have killed her in the quantum realm. So I think what the movie was doing was it was like a race. It was like, can we get her extracted before they kill her? Kind of thing. But here's what I'm thinking. So, They're using the same machine to do two different things, is how I interpreted it. Interesting. Yeah, but at the very end, in that halfway post-credit scene, they're extracting more of that energy without Michelle Pfeiffer being in there. Right. So why couldn't they just extract well, they, that? My assumption is they figured out how to contain it at that point. Like, they've done some research. They had a container with them. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't seem like that much time had passed either. Yeah. And, well, certainly. Because, I mean, they're, and, but they're all very smart, so who knows? Yeah, <laughs> right. It is Hank Pym, so you never know. Um, you know, what's interesting about this is it does bring up something we didn't talk about in the, the show proper is maybe this movie's more confusing than I thought it was. You know, maybe I was all, definitely confused maybe about all of this things. stuff is because it feels like we all thought we, we thought we understood what was going on, but we understood different things. So the science is so vague yeah. is what it is. Purposely. Purposely mm-hmm. vague. You can't like shrinking and like quantum and all that. Like you can't yeah. try to explain it. It's yeah. it's like worse than time travel. You just don't kind Wait, of even go there. But go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I mentioned the car thing, right? The same with the building thing. It's ridiculous. If you were to shrink it's a, a cool feature, but yeah. if you were to shrink an entire building down like that and then you put it on a suitcase and you're going over the tiniest bump, 
that tiniest bump is going to be magnified whatever the shrink magnification and is. And break everything aside. And break every single thing in that building. And you know what? We know that instinctively. When you see him dragging that building, you know instinctively that everything in the building everything is everything in the building is, is destroyed, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yep. Like so like all that kind of stuff if you're not willing to just suspend your disbelief and go mm-hmm. okay it is cuz it is right. it it doesn't make any the shrinking of the building makes no sense maybe, foundationally it makes no sense where where is that building's foundation you know yeah maybe all that's that why part of this is this movie feels so superficial and just mm-hmm. it, to me it's just a comedy you just go in you enjoy it you right. leave you don't really think about it. the depth the emotional depth the log- the logical depth the is physics, just, it's yeah. just yeah it's just as it doesn't stack up and so you just kind of have to like Kind of launched out the window. Yeah. Um. So my husband, I've I've got a question for you guys. When we're talking about plot mm-hmm. and villains, my husband's thing was, why do we need the um the dealer, the, the three guys who end up having the truth serum later on? What is their purpose in this film? I would need them specifically for that truth serum scene. Yeah. That's all I would uh, need for. Walt- Walton Goggins is a great character in this movie. I think he he's great. I here's why you need them. Here's why Marvel needs them they're going to tie into the extended Marvel universe because he said something about my boss mm-hmm. They never mentioned who the boss is. I guarantee you we're going to see them again in kind of a greater idea. I shouldn't guarantee. I should never guarantee you anything, but I really believe that we're going to see them again and they tie in kind of in a greater way uh, for this movie specifically. You probably could have eliminated them and figured a way around it, but why if they're fun characters to have and it's an yeah. interesting part of kind of the procedure? Yeah. So it gives it gives us a secondary uh, villain as well when we have a villain who, by the way, this is what I like about the villain, isn't a villain. It's just somebody who's trying to fight for her life. Well, that's true for almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Except, I mean, except for those guys. Those guys, they, I mean, so they're definitely- they become, yeah. they become the movie's actual bad guy- you know, in a way, you know, there is always going to be somebody to look back and go, okay, that's kind of the animosity in this movie. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I couldn't really answer the question to him. I'm like, um, I don't know why they were there. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that part about this movie. I really liked that the villain was different because it really was somebody who was willing to do wrong things to survive, but had an actual heart that could be convinced and could be, you know, eventually. I also over. liked that Morpheus was like, "We're not going there," because there's a moment whenever Ghost, yeah. Yeah. she's like, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to go after her, his, the son, the her, the kid." He's like, "No, that's I'm going to go after Indian's yeah. child," and he's like, "If you do that, I'm not helping you." But and he I was willing that hard to line. kill Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, I guess because she's an old lady that's been in the quantum realm for a long well, time. Again, I don't know. It could be the missing for so many years. Are, are we really going to keep looking? Yeah. You know, it could be that whole thing. I think it's more believable. I think it's actually believable that he would be willing to do that under the suspicion of like, you know, guys, are we? Is she really ever coming out? I mean, I appreciate that you're holding out hope, but at some point you have. Well, to- this is the conversation a- that they could have had in Andrew's world, where they could have all sat down and talked <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, like what she'd been eating for thirty mm-hmm. years. Oh yeah. yeah, what is all that? Let's shift. Um, or how? Or did it feel like thirty years for her? I mean, yeah. she aged thirty years. She aged, Here, but they've talked about the quantum realm. You know, time weird and all like being that. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe she could eat the eat, eat the world like Willy Wonka eat style. The uh, tardigrades. You know. Yeah. Um. So there's a scene in this movie where she possesses Paul Rudd's character. Yeah. What do you think about that scene? I mean, again, it's very conveniently explained as that she basically made an antenna so that she could... So that know, when the quantum realm was opened, she yeah. could have a connection to right. him? I didn't yeah. like that scene. 
I, I know. Well, I, was, lo- I loved the scene. I thought the scene was great. The scene the was re- funny. The reason behind the scene. Um, you didn't like the scene at all. No, I didn't think the scene was funny. And I really, thought, no, the, the whole MacGuffin. You know, you got to save me before the, you know, hundred years. Besides that part, I think it's done for laughs. You know, seeing mm-hmm. Paul Rudd. You know, I think it's both. I think there's an emotional element to it that worked for me too. I didn't know the emotion was overridden by the joke that they were trying to do that didn't work. Mm, that's interesting. I, I, Yeah, I had a different experience. I want to talk about jokes that didn't work. I want to the, talk about the biggest laughs. The truth serum. The truth serum was had the audience in stitches oh, in yeah. my yeah. theater. Oh, yeah. It was great. When it started off, I didn't think it was that funny. And then it just, you know, it's like one of those things I just kind of keep picking at it, keep mm-hmm. poking at it. What did he say? What did What did the other guy say about him? Uh, well, you've done this now so there's oh, no stopping oh, him. you put a dime in him so you yeah. get the whole song <laughs> so you get the whole song yeah, yeah. It's so he's like great. a jukebox <laughs> oh yeah i love i love that i love that character louise is just such a fun character and and that was really great too because each of the actors and actresses they all kind of had a moment to have some comedic relief like when louise is reflecting and giving his truth serum explanation of as to where Paul Rudd is as a person emotionally, emotionally. <laughs> not, was so not physically, good. but emotionally. And it's like you're showing these scenes and then you get to see Evangeline Lily even be like a little kind of fun mm-hmm. inside Louise's imagination. Yeah. That was really fun to kind of watch all that sort of flow oh, out. Great. That was one of my definite like biggest laughs. Um, another one for the theater that I was in was the chase scene, you know, logistics aside of how right, the cars physics will aside. change. Yeah, exactly. Like when they're changing size, when Louise takes his vehicle out and he turns it into like a tiny one and then he goes up that bump and he's just like flying, you know, he's like, whoa, and then it pans out and it's this little bitty car. <laughs> it's just that kind of stuff is so, so fun. Yeah. So good. And in the reverse, the Pez dispenser yeah, uh, was one of my favorites. The, actually, the school scene was one of my favorites. That's what I was going to say. The school because, <laughs> because he's like several different sizes yeah. through those minutes. Yeah. That would have been a hard one to pull off, when like he, all the perspective stuff. When he's in that oversized sweater <laughs> going down the stairs to get back in the van, and he gets in, and um, Pim? yeah, Dr. Pim's like, do you want a juice box and some string cheese? I was <laughs> do like, you have that? dead. Yeah. And then he yeah. Comes back with, you, you, well, you, do you, you have, have it? it? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I don't. I know it's different, but whenever that scene was going on and he was like, the size of a kid. I just kept thinking of the uh, the Deadpool scene. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I know they're completely different, yeah. but that's just where my mind right. kept going. Um, I also really loved the FaceTime with the kid during the, the really intense scene with Ghost mm-hmm. when they had been captured. That was pretty funny. Where they're like, "It's an emergency! It's an emergency!" And Where are my like, shoes? yeah, yeah. And then it was like not. And I thought that was kind of one of those moments where you have a relatable parenting thing going on with the audience. Yeah. And, Almost the exact same beat and joke as Incredibles Two. Did you see Incredibles no. Two? Oh well, then I won't. Then I won't spoil it. Yeah. But well, thanks for not spoiling. I appreciate yeah. that. That's, but it's okay. That's going to be Danae's favorite. You know movie the joke ever. I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. yeah um, I also like the truth serum payoff at the end too. Yeah. Where oh, his true serum. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. I love Such the a good part thing. right before the truth serum, like the injection, and he goes off on that rant. 
where he's trying to say, no, no, that's that's true. You're describing truth serum. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's not true serum. Like, it sounds like true serum. <laughs> the, the feel of it all is that they all kind of want to figure out how to be friends, even the relationship with the FBI agent and oh, Ant-Man. I love yeah. Randall Park in this. We didn't even talk Rand- about Randall Park. No. My buddy Randall Park sat right next to him at the Critics' Choice Awards this yeah. year. Is he the fresh guy that's the in the... Fresh Off the Boat Yes. Hilarious. I couldn't... I, that, that's where I know him from. Yeah, fresh Off the Boat. I love that he show. He was so great. Yeah. It's so interesting because here's why I love love that character and love what he's doing there. It's so different than I feel like I've seen with a lot of kind of comic relief characters. Yeah. Because he is both trying to be an authority, but he's also, also he's also just wants to be your buddy. Yeah. You know? It's so cool. I mean, do you want to go get dinner? No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. No, I mean, I'll see you later when when I, when I arrest you. And the whole yeah. like magic yeah. subplot between them. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. didn't have a payoff. Well, yeah. it did. It did. Did it? The did... big the big suit where he thought he had him and he was sneaking off in his underwear yeah. or whatever was oh, okay. like this sleight of hand distraction. Yeah, but I thought it was going to be like he would... The a first slide time, of hand was going to be a, yes, yeah, yeah, a MacGuffin. Because later. I have been wa- I've been trying to pay attention because I've learned something when I was doing the show more uh-huh, regularly, yeah. and that's where like everything that's on screen usually happens for a reason. Yeah, it means something. so it pops up, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna have some sleight of hand thing. He's gonna be like, oh, ghost, look over here, and I'm over here, which they kind of did a ghost, I guess, at one yeah. point in the fight so too. He did that they as did. well. Yeah, he, um, he said, yeah, he said uh, something about distraction, distraction mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So there are actually two moments where that kind of pays off. Yeah. A bit, so I liked that. Um, another big audience reaction that I wanted to mention, which I thought worked really, really well, um, was when the daughter was talking about wanting to be his partner. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and he kind of like chuckles, and she goes, "Don't laugh." Yeah, the whole audience. Oh, she did such a great job with yeah. his big brown yeah. eyes. She did a fantastic job, and just like the subtle things that she did, like whenever Ant Man's gigantic in the bay, and it cuts to them watching on TV, yeah. and it pans from the parents down to her, and she's got the smirk on her face. <laughs> yeah, which so. by the way, another physics moment. Just, I'm sorry. I have- <laughs> When you get that big, how does how in the world are you ever going to have enough oxygen? Like it's just, and does oxygen work the same way? Do the lungs work the same way? Ask like, the whale. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to tell you that. Yeah, um, I just just don't ask questions about the physics and yeah. any of the Ant Man universe. Yeah, there's uh, no need to. So I think now's a good time to talk about the post credit scene. Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, everybody dies but Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, may- right, and maybe and maybe Luis. Who I don't knows? know why um, this happened, but in my theater, I saw it coming. Like you know, like I, I'm like, yeah, they're gonna, it's gonna happen. I, figured, if- I, I assumed that's what I the didn't even think about it. I, I, well, I, and most people didn't because my audience was that's like, "That's it, no way, yeah, yeah, and, no way." And I was like, <laughs> like it was, the place went nuts, and I was like, "Oh, apparently nobody thought about this." Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, I was sitting next to Roper and Sean. We uh-huh. went and saw this together, yeah. and. Uh, before the uh, post-credit scene, I looked over at Roper and I'm like, "I guarantee you, in the post-credit scene, it's going to be some of them disappearing." Mm-hmm. And Roper's of course, like, yeah. "Yeah," and Roper's like, "Yeah." And then it happened. And then the girl who was sitting on the other side, it's a person I didn't know, goes, "How did you see that coming?" I'm like, <laughs> "Really? <laughs> You're blown away by that?" Yeah, there were pr- some pretty wild reactions in that one. And then at the second post scene, there were a lot of reactions, which was like. Oh, really? That That's was, what I stayed for? That yeah. was lame. Yeah. Well, I I will say, in fairness, uh, it is a pretty great way to do that. Yeah. Like, to have him be in the quantum realm 
when all three of them who are helping him through that actually, you know, die, yeah, uh, or disintegrate, or whatever we're going to say, of timing, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> but that's inconvenience of timing. But I'm, what I'm saying is, it's not just that some people disintegrate. The way that they choose to have it happen is actually dramatic and traumatic. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just a very a, traumatic thing to think. Yeah, it's not a good I'm day the, to be Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in the quantum realm. Yeah, and, and as soon as I get out, I die. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm even thinking him being trapped in there. Like, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they resolve that I in, in the next that, Avengers. Because he'll be in the next Avengers, right? Like, there's no way. I have that question mark, yeah. Okay, so... I think, oh, I think that Louise uh, is in the car and he's going to push the button and let him out. Yeah. The something. person that was sitting beside my husband was very vocal, very loud, and he has a theory. Immediately, he's like, oh, well, we know who's going to get him out. Everything's going to be fine. And he's like, I guess... Cons- consulting his wife who's beside yeah. him because she's like what's gonna happen to him and he's like don't consulting worry consulting or comforting comforting yes. okay yeah uh captain marvel is gonna go in there because she can go into the quantum realm so we've already known this and so he already had the whole thing worked out so apparently that's gonna happen at least that's the person beside us thought. i mean i'm not the person to ask about uh, captain marvel i do know from what i've heard she is the most par- powerful marvel superhero right yep. like she's basically marvel super besides like odin and them right yeah. odin's dead so there you go so i don't know so if- thor maybe Thor, yeah, well, yeah. I guess she. I guess Thor she does. Comics is. I yeah. guess she does have the power to travel through time, time and space, right? Like that's kind of the kind of yeah, kind of the thing. So I don't I mean, know much about her, but I'm excited. I'm, ex- to meet I'm her. so excited for Captain Marvel. So the final scene of this movie, bef- I mean, except for the 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 things too, I want to go back and hit that was really fast fast because I thought that was just such a clever way to end it, which was the um, drive-in movie theater. Yeah, that was that's so fun. great. That yeah. was so so great, and that Where got the another laptops, big laugh. The, yeah, the screen. And- so funny, where they're all in like the little toy cars, you know, just a super smart, super super smart. And we are all smiling as we're thinking about that particular scene. Oh so, yeah, no, no, you know that great. they did some things really well when you can reflect on a movie like that, and it's just like, yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Evangeline Lilly kicks butt in this movie. She yeah. is she? so great. You mean her stunt double? Well, I, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just the kidding. character. No, she does. The wasp. Have, I did really enjoy um her character. Some of too. that is her seeing the powerful, like the whole fight where she goes in um to retrieve that one piece. The yeah. kitchen fight. Yeah, the kitchen fight. Oh, the kitchen fight is great. It just sets the whole. It, it really kicks off that that this is going to be. This is going to have action. You know, it's not just going to be kind of like a family yeah. film and a, and a humor film, a comedy. We're actually going to have some action in in this one. Um, so that was really, really cool to see. I yeah, did, I loved it. I like a good, powerful, when she, when she gets really small, how they play with perception in fighting is really cool because, you know, she'll go small and then she'll appear big behind him and then kick him in the head, you know, or whatever. And then this one, like when she runs back on the knife. Yeah, that was that really was cool. Just yeah. really cool scenes. When really she comes, that. she comes through the back, the rear window of a car small, gets big in the, the middle seat between them, says, Hey guys. Go small immediately again so that they hit each other. Yeah. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. It's just so creative and so fun. Right. And um, yeah. And how I, exhausting would that be on your body? Don't I ask. No, I have I don't, no idea. I don't. That'd be, that'd be really hard. You know what? You know what actually was the hardest for me to suspend my disbelief on? What's and that? the most that took me out of the Was movie? it the ant GPS? Yeah. It was it was the giant ant doing his daily routine. Like I'm just like. Oh, no. How he was programmed or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like. I, I can't actually go there with you. How? I don't. I don't. This is a little too silly for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, I'm right there. And then the other was whenever all the ants form the arrow and were the oh, GPS. Oh, I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. I didn't like that. 
that didn't bother me as much. Maybe if it was a swarm, that's one thing. But an arrow. See, where? that's what I'm talking about. Whenever I that say that the Ant Man films are so ridiculous compared right. to you know every other Marvel right. MCU, they're willing to go there a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. even like they go well beyond like what the Guardians would do. You know, right? And that's why I have difficulties with these movies. Yeah, I loving can see that. them the on a level you do. The Arrow one didn't bother me at all just because I've bought into the fact that they can control <laughs> insects, you know, to do things. But when it's a gi- one giant ant that's playing drums, that's playing drums, bathing. That's, yeah. yeah, that's just a li- it's just a my it's it's hard for me to go there and accept it. I still though with all those little ones that kind of bother me, you know, plot stuff and this and that. Overall, I just still thought this was such a fun movie because like even like it just when you when you're watching a Marvel movie, you're reminded that they pace things. I think really well because even if I wasn't mm-hmm. enjoying myself, there was still something going on that I was looking at. I didn't stop and go, "I am bored" or "I am this" or "I am that." I was constantly in the movie, paying attention, excited to watch what was going to happen next. Oh, that's interesting to think about. You know, I wrote stuff stuff down, but I was really in you know into it. And they're pacing on the humor is really good. They're pacing on this is really nice. You know, even the stuff where um, he's calling the ants to him whenever he's trying to go out and uh, onto the into the harbor mm-hmm. and all and the, the seagulls birds. are coming down and they're eating all Does the that ants. that make you sad at all? Like, I feel like we're anthropomorphizing Ant- these ants. Antonio Banderas. Yeah. We're anthropomorphizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, no, I was like, ant- oh, this is... anthropomorphizing. Oh. So yeah, there's two in there. Wow. You got to hit them both. That was really smart <laughs> and clever. But then he finally gets one. He's like, yeah, you're going to be Antonio <laughs> Banderas. And then here comes the guy and then he right. goes, he goes, plunk, into the water. Yeah. And it reminded me of whenever Hulk fell onto, oh. you know, <laughs> plunk, 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 you know, just these kind of funny moments where they just kind of sit and they mm-hmm. let it be funny. That it's just, and Marvel does that stuff so well. Yeah. So. Good times. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Anything else, guys? Yeah, anything else? Would you guys I'm ever good. want to see it again? Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah, I will watch this one. I've watched the original Ant-Man several times. I think I'm. it was a one and done for me. Yeah, I'll but definitely I did watch like it. it again. I think. It it'll be a fun one in our house. We'll 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 have it on. It's not going to be a Thor Ragnarok for me where I watch it all the time. Yeah. Do you watch that one a lot? Yeah, I watched it while I was getting my foot tattooed just because I wanted to laugh at something while I was <laughs> in, that, in that pain. Nice. I was like, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh. that's funny. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank uh, you. We'll be back next week to chat uh, chat spoilers on Dwayne the Rock Johnson in Skyscraper. Uh, so we'll see you back then. Yay! Yay!